everybody, and welcome to the the third episode, I think, uh, of Shit Fic Podcast. I'm pretty confident this is the third episode, but who's really to say? We're I'm writers, not, not counters. Exactly. We don't edit this. Uh, that's what Cindy does. She's the producer. Is um, someone recording this? We just, oh, <laughs> we just talk into a microphone. But yeah, so welcome to Shit Fic. Uh, if you're new, uh, what we do is we read old scripts, stories, all sorts of things that we wrote uh, when we were in middle school, high school as children. And we laugh at it because mm. as creators, we grow and we learn. And the things that we create uh, in our early days are usually shitty. Yeah, we cringe. We cringy at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's fun to like go back and learn from them and uh, see maybe if we could fix them and keep them. Mm. Who's to say? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think we've, uh, we've had to keep it. Uh, this it's whole so time. far. So, yeah. So, um, Will this be the one? Will this be the one? But I'm Michael. And all right, all right, it's your boy Christopher. We're going to read one of Chris's scripts. So, Chris, would you like to give us a little bit of information about this? Absolutely. All right, what is, what is your history with this? What inspired it? Where were you in your life when you wrote it? Give us the details. Absolutely. So this script is called A Bully Play for the Kinder Schools. I remember, I believe this was either freshman or sophomore year, in our drama class, we were tasked to write a, a play to like about bullying to put on for the school. It was a collaborative writing project. This isn't, but what we did was, and it was remembered being like really dark and like, cause you know, when you're a high schooler and like you're trying to write something, you're trying to write something extra profound, profound, I tell you. I can't say I relate. I, you did? No, no. Most of my friends were that way. I had a lot of like people in my writing classes that were like, I want to do the dark thing cause I'm an angsty high schooler. And I was like, I just want to make people laugh. <laughs> I just want to make comedy so we were trying to do that it never ended up happening just, gotcha. just because i mean that was kind of a theme in our drama classes is starting a project but not following through <laughs> yes we're like oh yeah we'll, we'll push it another week or like you know like oh yeah we'll just keep working on it today i'm sure we'll get a date that we're gonna <laughs> actually perform this and then it's just like, well, we're not doing it, but you all get A's because congratulations, you were here. I feel like that's the story of every creative person ever is like, I'm going to get this thing done. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then like three months go by and you're like, well, you know, one day <laughs> I'll get it done. <laughs> one of these days, I'm sure. But It'll just happen. I just will have a book if I keep just waiting. <laughs> exactly. The book will write itself. Exactly. And somebody will break into my house and read it. <laughs> and they'll sign me for a million dollar contract. But anyway, so that never happened. But I remember being inspired. And like, you know, every bully play is always like at least a little like obtuse. So I was like thinking like, what if we like, I wrote a play that like was a commentary on like the super obtuse like, oh God, bullying. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the, yeah, it's the overdramatic, it's the, you know, non-nuanced. Like a CW show. Yeah! <laughs> we did it, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, how did this come about? Like, did, so were you like, 
we're doing this collaborative project, but I also want to write my own bully play. I probably wanted to, like, you know, the fantasy of, like, I would write this play and I'd be like, oh, Mrs. Reardon, my, my drama teacher, I wrote my own bully play. It's nothing, it's nothing great, but you can read it. And she'd be like, wow, gotcha. this is the best. Everybody, your play is shit. We're doing this one. Gotcha. But, you know, as <laughs> I think literally every single one of my plays, none of them have ever been produced. <laughs> Unlike you, apparently, <laughs> who is able to get every single one produced. <laughs> ah! In my defense, they were, like, just performed in my high school. Like, <laughs> they like... were red carpet, <laughs> and mine are in a drawer. So, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and read all of the like stage directions and character names and stuff. And uh, and I will be acting. Chris will do all the dialogue. I will be <laughs> acting today. Thank you. Please clap at your computer screen. So, all right. Let's get into a bully play for the kinder students. It's, a, it's an ensemble. It's an ensemble? Okay. It's an ensemble. Okay. So we got Jess, who is the kindest of the group. We've got Sarah, who is the most sassy of the group. Oh, I, I mean, I worry course, for her. Of course, sassy she's Sarah. Like, she's gonna come off like a gay man. I can already. Feel it. <laughs> she is you. She is. She is the writer's form. insert character for sure. <laughs> I have uh, to assume. And then we've got the one who I think is probably gonna be the most cr- cringy of the group. We've got Matt, who is the most philosophical <laughs> of the bunch. Uh, then uh. We've got Derek, who is the most grounded of the group, yet somehow is still gonna be. Just wild. <laughs> just, just a crazy man. Uh, we've got Miss Roper, who is the teacher and organizer of the play. <laughs> Stacy, who is merely an actress. Nothing more, <laughs> nothing, nothing more, less. nothing less. I feel like I probably because there's a there's a six more characters after this. Yes. And I have a feeling that uh, they could honestly probably have just been actress one, actress two, but I was like, no. <laughs> This is a person. <laughs> they need a name. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Greg, who is an actor, but he has more defining characteristics. <laughs> he plays football, but he's also secretly gay. Wow. Um, yet I'm confident Sarah will come across as more of a gay man than <laughs> Greg will. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> then we've got Bill, who is just an actor. No defining characters. Just for an Bill. actor. For Bill there. Caitlin, uh, she's an actress, but again, with more characteristics. Mm. Caitlin plays a girl who is peer pressured into drugs. Just all of them. Rita is an actress who plays a girl who is considered a loser, so no one befriended her. Mm. And then finally, we've got Catherine, who, just an actress. Just an actress. That's it's all, all she, she is. is and all she will be. Nothing else. But you know what? I feel like these character bios can also fit for most characters on CW shows. <laughs> burn, burn number two. Take, take that, Riverdale. <laughs> that brings us to our sponsor, the CW. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, one of these days. Right? CW, sponsor us. All right. So now we're going to get into the setting of the play. The setting of the play is split into two sections. Stage right is the high school stage, where the actors act in the scene. The stage is modest, possibly resembling a class or hallway. Possibly. It's a potential. (laughs) I'm giving you options here, folks. Yeah, that's for the, you know, the stage, uh, not stage director, the set designer to decide what they want to design. 
That's, it's just kind of you as a writer to be non-specific and make everyone else's lives harder. <laughs> what? It's so kind of you. I've never commented on this. <laughs> Do not listen to the last episode. <laughs> uh, stage left is part of the audience where the gang is set up. Both sets. Of, wait, there wasn't a gang like in the character description. Well, who's in it's the, the gang? It's the it's the people of actual character descriptions that are in a gang. Oh, not like, like they, a literal. They, oh, okay. Yeah, there's like, just a street gang in this <laughs> school auditorium. I was already, but it's like the Scooby Gang. I it's get it. The gang, man. The gang. All right. So this is a '70s script. Yes. <laughs> the gang is set up. Uh, both sets are pointed diagonal towards the center. It begins with Miss Roper directing kids into their seats. Miss Roper. All right, everyone. Get into your seats quickly. Move towards the center, please. There are still some seats in the back row. Miss Roper continues to pantomime directions for the students. The bunch come in L? Left. Oh, I think that's a thing. All right. The bunch come in the L with packs on. Sarah. All right, Miss Roper, we get it. You can shut up now. Derek. How about you just say that a little louder, Sarah? Matt. Uh, how about we don't, okay? Oxy. <laughs> yeah, was that supposed to be two okays in a row? Yeah, or? it was supposed to be. Or is or Oxy act- what you were going for? Right? Um, this is actually a commentary on um, the <laughs> opioid crisis. Um... Oxy, Oxycontin. Um, Matt being the philosophical one. He just casually brings it up, you know? <laughs> exactly. He's like, you know, I can't go to the left of the stage because Oxy. Oxy. <laughs> Everyone knows philosophical people do drugs. That's yeah. just the nature of the world, you right? Know, like, that's, that's not a stereotype or anything. That not at all. is a truth. <laughs> Artsy people do drugs. Fact. <laughs> that's why our scripts are bad. We yeah. don't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> Please, uh, please, please donate to our Patreon so we can supply this with cocaine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Derek. Uh-huh. So anyways, do you want to know what this assembly is about? You want to try that line again <laughs> there, buddy? <laughs> Let's try that one more time. Right. I'm trying this little Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Let's see. Uh-huh. Well, we just so, lost all of our listeners from Brooklyn. Oh, uh, we're so sorry, Brooklyn people. <laughs> all right, Derek. Uh-huh. So anyways, do you and you know <laughs> Is this good good English? So anyways, do any you know? Okay, great. So no. it's not my fault. It's my fault. It's previous you's fault Ex- for making an incoherent sentence. All right. Let's <laughs> one more time. Derek. Uh-huh. So anyways, do any of you guys know what this assembly is about? I would just like to point out that he did not read the actual line. He, well, <laughs> he paraphrased it because he couldn't get through his terrible writing. <laughs> I just want that on the record. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a writing on the spot, guys. <laughs> Which is like kind of the complete opposite of what this podcast is about. <laughs> is that we don't change it. So, anyways, do any you know what this assembly is about? Jess. I think it's about bullying. Sarah? Lovely. Just lovely. This is going to be great. Like every other bullying play they've ever put on. All right. uh, Jess? Well, we get to get out of class for a couple periods. What? (laughs) They're watching a play. 
Oh. It's, it's a play within a play. Play bro. within a play. Yeah. Oh, all right, Sarah. <laughs> what are we doing in this stage? <laughs> Why are we acting? What's going on, you guys? Oh, that makes more sense. Sarah. Jess, have these assemblies ever been better than class? No, they haven't. They never have been and never will be. You just paraphrased I, that line again. You did they, not say the actual they line. They have been and never. <laughs> no, they haven't. Yep, that's what the actual What the fuck, Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I maybe skipped a few words and switched them around. <laughs> yep. Oh goodness. This is the Rubik's cr Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube. <laughs> writing. Your bad dialogue is affecting me. <laughs> Chris is now writing my life, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, I have a friend to play, and he says it's pretty good this year. Derek. You don't say. Miss Roper. Good morning, Boro High School. As you know, bullying has become an epidemic through America. So as we always do, we prepare this assembly for to remind students... <laughs> for to. For to remind students of this dangers of bullying, hazing, peer pressure, and other terrible practices. So without any further ado... We give you the dangers of bullying. The lights go down on stage when suddenly it lights up on the stage, uh, on the stage right side, revealing Rita. Rita. All I ever really needed was a friend, but no one would hold out their hand for a girl like me. Uh, in comes Greg and Caitlin on either side. Greg. All I wanted was to be myself, but no one would ever accept that side of me. Caitlin. I never wanted to do what I did, but they wanted me to. So I did. All of them. If it wasn't for bullying, life would be so much easier. Lights go down as they move furniture on stage. Dim lights up on the quartet. Light enough so that you can see who's talking, but no enough to get special detail. <laughs> Sarah. Inner monologues is supposed to make my vagina explode right now? Wait. What wait, the hold fuck? On, hold, on, hold on, we gotta back it up. What the hell line is this? Okay, so let me... <laughs> Inner monologues is supposed to make my vagina explode right now. I, okay. What? So, what, Chris? <laughs> what I think she's supposed to be saying is, oh, great, in her monologues, is this supposed to make my vagina explode right now? Because she's a gay that. man. Oh. And her vagina is exploding because she is a gay man. But, like, I don't even get what the, like, I don't even get what the metaphor or simile <laughs> or whatever word thing you're doing She's here is. trying to be like, wow, how original. It's an inner monologue okay. that they're saying it out loud. Like, you definitely should have just a, said how original instead of is, is supposed, supposed to make to my vagina explode right now. I think that, you know, <laughs> if you didn't realize she was a homosexual man <laughs> in disguise, you now know <laughs> who has 
is having a stroke currently. Yeah, she's definitely trying too hard to, like, be a lady. Uh, <laughs> which Well, she's alternative. She's an alternative girl. She loves talking about a vagina exploding <laughs> right now. Uh, right now, exclamation point. It's like when guys, you know, that aren't really, you know, manly men try to be manly men to fit in. And they're like, mm. hey, hey, dick stuff, am I right? Yeah. And other guys are just like, what are you talking about? Don't uh, talk about that's kind of what I feel like this line is. Just a little bit, you know. I mean. <laughs> it's like when I tried to fit in in school, you know, and I was like, hey, hey you know what I'm talking mm. about. And everyone's like, no, Michael, we mm. don't know what you're talking about because you're talking about World of Warcraft and you're the only one that. <laughs> plays it go home and i'm like okay my bad i apologize damn that just hit deep (laughs) (laughs) that just dredged up this is is gonna dredge up some old feelings anyway Derek. they're trying to be deep matt it's an honest attempt but i feel like they don't have the audience or the acting ability to pull it off anyway i'm already not liking this version of the play this is going to be a lame-ass attempt to try and make audiences really open their eyes about the truths of bullying. Holy shit, this is just self-commentary. <laughs> it is. Oh, God. This whole play is just like, you know, this is Holy a bad play, play and we're going to let you know. <laughs> it's like, this is the real bad play, guys. But I promise it's not the one you're watching right now. Anyway, uh, Matt. It'd be easier for us to tell the truths, really. Jess. Guys, stop judging this before it's even started. Uh, uh, all of the group but Jess. Not buying it. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the lights come up on the stage. Bill. Hey, Greg. How about that football game last night? Greg. Yeah, we beat them 80 to nothing. What? Did they really? That's an insane score. That's a boring football game. That's just like one team is constantly scoring and the other team is just like, ah, we're not going to play at this point. <laughs> they just didn't even show up. They're like, but we're still playing. We will play the other team, even if they're invisible. Uh, Derek groans. <gasps> Bill. Yeah, you know it. Hey, anyways, have you finally got a chick? Greg. Nah, not yet. Bill. Dude, come on. There's gotta be a girl for you out there. I mean, who wouldn't want to date the head quarterback? Uh, Derek, whispering. Oh, God. There's no such thing as a head quarterback. I I don't think it's called head quarterback, but, like, it's first. I think it's called first quarterback. But, I mean, I don't know anything about sports. As I mentioned earlier, I just played World (laughs) of Warcraft uh, throughout my entire high school experience and currently. <laughs> I thought I was doing something there. <laughs> uh, Greg. Um, yeah. I guess I just gotta find the right one for me, you know? Bill. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, see you around, Greg. Greg. See you around. Bill exits and sighs. <sighs> see you around. Steps to center. You see, I don't know what to think. I'm the head quarterback. Derek Derek groans loudly. But what if I like boys? Oh, what what my teammates think? What would they... What? Would they treat me the same? I don't know what to do. Greg walks off and the dim lights come up on the gang. Sarah. Bring in the gays. (laughs) Yep, that adds up for Sarah. Uh, Matt. Don't hate them. It's a requirement of law 
For every mention of bullying, you must also bring up an hour-long discussion on homosexuality. Well, oh, were you, God. Were you out at this point in time when you wrote this? <sighs> I, I never, like, fully, like, did, like, the big proclamation, like, Everyone, it's me, a homo. <laughs> but, like, around this time, I, I was out-ish. Gotcha. Jess. Well... It is a major issue nowadays. Sarah. Yeah, elsewhere, Nineboro High School, we really don't have any problems with gays here. I mean, I'm gay. I don't feel the need to step on a pedestal and scream into the mountaintops of my gayness. Well, then. What kind of repressed homosexual bullshit <laughs> is this, Sarah? <laughs> Are you better than them? You're better than the other gays. Congratulations. Remember when we said Sarah was going to be your self-insert character? Oh, it most definitely is. <laughs> this is such like a, oh my God. This is such like a newly out, like kind of take. Yep, yep. Where it's like, you know, like, guys, I'm just a normal guy. Don't treat me any different. And it's like, you don't want to like, you know, be one of those gays who are, you know, interacting with gay culture. Ew. Ew. Gross. And so it's, oh my god, such self-hating, like, bullshit that, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, like, I'm the cool gay because I don't talk about it ever. Yeah. And I would never want to encroach on somebody's normalcy mm -hmm. by bringing up I like women. <laughs> which, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, again, I mean, you could definitely tell this is your early writing, uh, especially where you're at now. <laughs> well, for sure. I mean, right? honestly, like, literally, I've done a full 180. I am, like... <laughs> So fucking thirsty for like if there's like any TV show or anything and there's like one guy who's like I'm gay but I can't tell anyone I'm like yeah <laughs> no matter how obtuse it is I'm like yeah this is my shit man <laughs> and it's like but I guess in this this time I was like what Guys, don't even talk about that. It's not even an issue. Yeah. Here in Borough High School. Which really also is like a writing mistake 101 where you don't really set any stakes for this play. Like, it would be nice if what's happening in the, you know, the fake play mm -hmm. um, reflected, like, the characters in the real world, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, like, if Sarah was someone who was struggling with it, and then they're also watching a play about it, it would be sort of that interesting dynamic. It's like, but, it's the exact opposite of, like, oh, man, is she going to have issues with homosexuality? It's like, no, move on. Yeah. We're done with this part. Like, any, pot going. any potential interesting character <laughs> development was just shattered. <laughs> we just said, we're done. We're and done. All the, all the stakes in the whole show was just like, nah, never mind. <laughs> we're all good, actually. Yet, there are stakes in the fake play. <laughs> which <laughs> Let's just watch the fake play. Yeah, I feel like you could cut out the real-life people and let's just watch the... <laughs> the fake play. Yep. <laughs> Alright, uh, Derek. And you know, it's almost become a stereotype of breaking a stereotype that it's the head quarterback that's the gay one. Derek. Oh lord, it's happening. Matt. I feel like this would be so much better if they just allowed them some freedom with language and content. Uh, Derek. Matt. Should I want to know what you're talking about? Matt. Of course not, Derek, but that's what a friend's for. So what if Bill kept bugging him about 
losing his virginity? Jess. Please don't. Matt, as if pitching. But he says, no, I want to find the right one. But Bill goes, you mean right titty size? <laughs> what? <laughs> Greg hesitates because he knows that if he declines, he'll rouse suspicion, literally. But he says, <laughs> fuck you, Chris. But he says, yeah, see you at the practice, big man. Bill, obvious to the seductive undertones, big man, I like it. See ya. And scene. I like that Matt just pitched this whole scene. Yeah. Um, and I hate it. I yep. hate everything about it. Yup. <laughs> uh, Matt, keep your philosophy to yourself. Wait, is Matt... The, Matt's the philosophical one, Yeah, right? he's the philosophical one. He he's just writing sound, the he, good play. He just sounds like an asshole. Like... Yeah. But I guess, you know, high school philosophers are kind of just assholes. Like, they don't really preach any philosophy so much as just, like, everything you love will die, and I'm smarter than all of you. Exactly. Uh, Sarah. Holy crap, that sucked. Literally. Oh, yeah, and by the way, that's an example to use the pun. Bill, the straight football player, would not get a hard-on from suspicion. What? what? Who knows? Maybe your talent will be more suited in the porn writing industry. And you know what? I hope Matt goes, in, goes into porn writing. That's the sequel to this. That's the Matt, Matt writing porn. Matt brings philosophy to porn. Jess. Um, how in the hell did we get into this disgusting side bath? Uh, lights up on Greg, walks into a cafeteria. Greg. Man, the lunch today looks awful. Matt sarcastically. Oh shit, I feel so connected to this character right now. <laughs> okay, Matt, shut up. Shut the hell up. Oh my god, do you see that pizza? Stacy. Ew, it's so gross. The school lunch is so gay. Greg is bothered, but says nothing. Hey, Catherine, you won't guess what. Catherine. Try me, Stace. Stacy. In chemistry, I totes fell over and knocked over Jimmy. Catherine. Oh my god, you're such a fag. Wow, you, oh. were, trying, you were trying real hard oh here. Oh my god. Uh, I don't remember giving Stacy the fag pass. That, uh, <laughs> trying real hard uh, uh, to make this... We're uh, making this a thing. <laughs> but, like, the issue is that it doesn't apply to the real-world characters. Like, the real-world characters don't care about, like, the yeah. struggle... Of, you know, being gay and, you know, in the closet and stuff like that. So there's just, again, no tension, no stakes, no anything. It's just we are watching a fake play that's trying to get a message across. And, well, the, and they're just not accepting it. Yeah, well, we also have the, the you know, the gang who, like, their whole role is basically they're the two old men from the Muppets. Uh, but again, like, there's nuggets of, like, you're touching on... Issues that should be talked about and that you clearly wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. but just like didn't know yet how to. Yeah. Anyway, the girls laugh, but Greg isn't amused. The scene goes on pantomiming as the group begins to speak. Uh, uh, Sarah, a little less cynical. Typical bully play procedure to bring up the gay faggot issue. Uh, Jess. Well, doesn't it bother you? Sarah. Of course it does. But it feels like a subject that isn't worth bringing up. <laughs> Fuck you, Sarah. <laughs> it's really kind of hopeless if you think about it. 
I feel oh. like that line says a lot about young Chris. Oh man, we're we're gonna <laughs> let, we're gonna talk about young Chris. <laughs> I feel like we're deep diving into his kind of psyche over here. Uh, well, let's let's get through the scene. Let's get to, <laughs> maybe I'm about to bring it around, Derek. Um, how so, Sarah? It all begins with the kids who like to say faggot and gay. They want to say faggot and gay. It's one of their rights. And they're sure we don't care about the use of it. But like our friend Greg up there, it obviously does. But sadly, this play isn't like real life, though. Because when good old Greg says... Greg? Um, excuse me, I don't really appreciate you using the words gay and faggot. It's really offensive to gay people. Stacy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't think they cared. Sarah little laugh to herself <laughs> the real world is harsher than on stage if stay stace and Catherine, the whore they oh my god oh <laughs> fuck you well i mean never mind that doesn't make it right sarah little laugh to herself <laughs> the real world is harsher than on stage if stay stace and Catherine, the whore were who they said they were they probably would ignore gregory and continue their conversation probably laughing at how stupid they think Greg is. Oh yeah, and that it's a really offensive to gay people. People see through that shit. Even if you're not gay, they might as well be coming out because that's all people are gonna see. We could have a 12 hour assembly on that one topic and it wouldn't change a thing. You don't know that, Sarah. She's such a downer. Sarah's, oh God, I must have, well, I mean, I was depressed. I'm, I'm just unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's let's talk about it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like deep dive into like what was your emotional state when you were writing this. I was definitely like you know, you see the people who like, I feel like definitely back in two thousand early two twenty tens. You know, gay and faggot being used as you know synonyms for dumb and stupid. It like it's it's such like a like an unwinnable fight it felt definitely mm -hmm. at the time because the people who said it were like really like fully convinced in themselves that it's like no no it's it's not about you no it's it's just a word you know i'm not meaning it in that way yeah and it's like it's like but i still don't like it when you use those words and and also the fact that like you know i feel like the, the ally conversation of, you know, if you do stand up for gay rights, a lot of people, especially back then, I think it's definitely getting better now, but back then it was just like, well, you just outed yourself. <laughs> you care about gay people. You don't think they're scourge weirdos of the earth. Then, you know. Then you must be one of them. Yeah, it must be. It's <laughs> Which is a weird line of thought. I know. It's like, <laughs> I stand up for animal rights. Am I an animal? Well, I am, but that's a different subject. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, God. But it is, it's It's unfortunate, though. Um, and I mean, it really shows the level of mental instability that, like, bullying can cause, or even just, like, certain word usage can cause. Because, I mean, your script isn't really... Like, you're not defending yourself in the script. If anything, it seems like you're kind of saying that the people that use those words, like, are <laughs> correct. And it's just like, don't fight them. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, like, the That's fact that great. it put you down that much. So, 
you know, this might not be a good script, but like it does, if you think about it in the context of the writer, it does actually get a point across that bullying is bad because it'll make you write shit that like you don't even <laughs> want to write and it'll make you advocate for shit that you don't even believe in because you mm -hmm. don't, you don't feel like you can escape it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, I feel like this is like kind of like the, the ass fact of like the fact that like, you know, the 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 bully play for the kinder schools i feel like that's also like kind of part of it it's like well like you know there's not like a full-on like gay hunting squad at borough high school so whatever i guess we just have to let them you know yeah yeah use every expletive they want because it, it's like the few bad apples argument which um, is just a dumb argument worst argument yeah you won't yeah. even chop down the tree mama mama it's a tree of full bad apples you got to get the axe out you can't just throw away the bad apple the whole thing's got rocks gotta change the whole thing exactly plant a goddamn new tree yeah let's go. get some pears let's get some good pear trees uh, growing right honestly it's what the world needs <laughs> yeah. um so derek's line i've never heard you talk so solemn before sarah i'm a broken woman subject almost making fun of herself but i grow very very weary on this topic but what? i but go i grow <laughs> but go i grow weary on this topic lights down on stage left uh and lights up on stage right stage <laughs> stage, stage right stage <laughs> yep uh greg inner monologue I suppose that I'll never know what it means to truly be myself. Uh, lights go down on the stage and the gang begins to clap as if it were all over when Caitlin comes on. Aw oh, man, this party is totally cool. Group, but Jess. Damn it. Catherine. I know, right? But you know what would get this party really going? Stacy. No, what? Lights up on audience side, Matt. Probably gonna be weed. Catherine. Pot. Matt. Nobody says pot, but whatever. Caitlin. That's just untrue. Oh, guys, I don't know. I really don't smoke. Come on, Caitlin, why not? All the cool kids are doing it. Stacy. Yeah, Caitlin. Don't be such a stick in the mud. Join us. You know, peer pressure is wrong, but little do these kids know, and little did young Chris know, weed is going to be like a non-issue in exactly. like five years. It's like, <laughs> I think it'll get into that. Matt has some philosophy on this. Oh, I'm sure Come Matt on. does. Matt's a goddamn input. Hell. I'm sure Matt, who oh, definitely, definitely becomes a, a hardcore libertarian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but guys... Uh, uh, that was Caitlin who said that. Uh, Stacy. Come on! Catherine? Yeah, seriously. I'm not gonna hang out with you anymore if you don't do this. Dot D. Uh, <laughs> I said dot D, by the way, because there was a period and then a D immediately after this. <laughs> she, she choked on her tongue for a second. <laughs> seriously, I'm not gonna hang out with you more if you don't do this. <laughs> she bit her tongue. Uh, Caitlin. Well... I guess I could. Derek. Hooray! Now we're into the peer pressure and other assorted lies section of the night. Matt. Oh, peer pressure. People never seem to stop and actually examine you. Because I've never seen an accurate portrayal of peer pressure. Derek. First issue. 
what the, are they doing a bit? First issue. People just don't dog each other on like that. Sometimes they do. It's true. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, but, but young Chris never got <laughs> the weed talk because I didn't go to parties. So, <laughs> uh, Like, I, I get the point you're trying to get across. Like, I feel like peer pressure definitely has never portrayed how it really is. It's, it's way more nuanced. Because mm-hmm. usually you're being peer pressured by people that are your friends. And they're not like, I won't be your friend if you don't do it. It's like... Dude, we're doing it too. You know, we're all here. Like, you might as well. Yeah, just Um, be cool, bro. uh, Well, honestly, like, I feel like I've never even heard someone be say like, "Don't be cool." I feel like the peer pressure just comes from I'm in an event with Mm -hmm. all my friends who are doing this thing, so like, I might as well do it. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. It's it's never. It's very rarely verbalized. Matt. I know, right? Literally, if you don't want to smoke with me, then fine. For some reason, they expect that I'll just keep saying, come on, 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 until they budge. Oh, see, Matt's got our back. Derek. Then they start to make the threat. Matt. Oh, yes, the threat. If they don't do everything I do, I must resort to the ultimate punishment of not being their friend. Derek's line. Most certainly. The only advisable course of action. Oof, Matt. Um, but honestly, unless you do that annoying thing where you decide to tell someone you have a secret, but refuse to actually tell them the secret, no one will go on a 50-minute dogging spree, and they really defriend you for not doing exactly as they say, then I consider it a reward to lose such an invaluable friend. You know, as shitty as Matt is, like that is, that's a solid life lesson of, like, if someone is going to not be your friend because you won't do this one thing... Probably best to just not be friends with them. Yeah, just leave them behind, baby. <laughs> That's why I've never, I never really understood all the like peer pressure or like, you know, trying to fit in type stuff. Um, I've I've always been fortunate enough to like, I've known who I was from a very young age. Like, I've worn gaming t-shirts since probably sixth grade. And, like, I still wear it. Like, that's still who I am to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm wearing a Paper Mario shirt mm-hmm. for this recording. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I've never really understood that. I'm like, if someone doesn't like me for the things that I like, well, then I'm just not going to hang out with you. I'm not going to, like, pretend to be someone else or stop doing the things I like. Yes. <laughs> the gamer minority. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, well, granted, I, I don't feel you because I fully was, like... I don't think I ever, like, fully tried to be, like, the straight bro. But, I mean, obviously your struggles were also way bigger than mine. Like, (laughs) why? You had an issue. The gamer? (laughs) I came out. You had... As a gamer. (laughs) Yeah, you had an issue that, like, has been an ongoing thing for all of time. Whereas (laughs) mine is just like, I play video games, and sometimes people think that that's uh, a bad thing to do. (laughs) Like, that's been my struggle in life. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) <laughs> I feel it. But it's, it's, it's your struggle is real, you know, trying it to find friends who... <laughs> That's the thing. It yeah. just isn't. Like, <laughs> nah, but... but I, I was never bullied for it or anything like that. It, it literally just was like I didn't have a lot of friends that played video games. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were still my friends. Like, that I just couldn't do that one activity with them. Yeah. Um, Derek. Here's how a real peer pressuring goes down. Hey, you want to smoke some pie? Matt growls. <laughs> I mean, weed? No, I don't smoke. Really? Fine, whatever. Um, you know, maybe I'll try it. 
There you go. An actual display of peer pressuring. The person may feel a little pressured because the other is one disapproves silently of their choice. Sarah. So unless you want every time someone refuses to snort cocaine to say, oh, that is perfectly fine. I totally respect that what you are saying and I think you are very brave to say that to my face. You know what? Maybe I won't do it either because I'm sure it makes you feel uncomfortable. Peer pressuring isn't gonna stop. Man, Sarah is just so sad. Jess. You know, I kind of like it that way. Matt. Sorry, Jess. You ain't stopping me from smoking my blunt in front of you. And that's the end. That's the end. We never got. We never met Rita. Oh, no, we never. We didn't get Chris's hot take on not having friends. Oof. Uh, what a play. What a ride that was. What a ride. I mean, like, cause if it's trying to be this like meditative, like I don't. It was almost like a fucking centrist take on bullying. Yeah. And that's bullshit. I also, I love the contrast between your and my script. Uh, because, like, your script, it, I feel like there's a lot of internalized stuff that you're kind of dealing with that you're putting on paper. Like, mm -hmm. you're writing for the purpose of trying to get your emotions out, right? Mm -hmm. uh, whereas, uh, for anyone that listened to episode two, my script is just like, I like to be funny. Here's some uh, comedy, you guys. Yeah, hey, hey. Some slaps. Humor. Like, I wasn't mine trying. Is, <laughs> mine's just fucking depressed, like, <laughs> depressed people in an audience. Yep. I mean, granted, that's all my scraps. Welcome to Shitfix. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It just, it's, it's so interesting that you can, you can read so well into how a person is mm. from, like, reading what they write, especially how they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the Chris mindset. Right. It wasn't great. <laughs> I think probably, like, what happened was, like, I was, like, pretty heavily bullied, like, for the beginning of my life. Mm -hmm. I was fat. I was gross. I was <laughs> weird and not in a charming way like I am now. Well, charming-ish. Oh. I would say you've hit a good level of charming. <laughs> charming weird. <laughs> and I was flamboyant and... <laughs> yeah, the, the kids in Massachusetts didn't like that. And I was like, yeah, it was, I was pretty miserable, but I started to like transform because I finally got some socialization and like, I was finally looking at like high school where like, I finally was starting to get a group of friends and I was like, wow, guys, there's no bullying here. <laughs> it's because I finally stopped getting bullied for the first time in my life. It's just like, hey, I don't know. It's like this fucking centrist take on it. Yeah. Like, you know, peer pressuring? Not that bad, actually, guys. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you should say something is gay. And <laughs> Well, the, yeah, it's, it's not even so much that peer pressure is okay or whatever. It's more so just like, it's going to happen and there's nothing you, you can do, do to change it. Oh, it's a nihilistic a, kind of. I, it is. Because yeah. I'm so fucking sad. Yeah. School. It's, again, it's just one of those things where it's like, you can't change the world, so why try type of mindsets. Exactly. And oh. I was just <laughs> I was acting out on the page. Yeah. Because I did not act out in real life. <laughs> um, I was, I, I'm so ready. Because you know Rita's, I feel like I know what Rita's was going to be. Yeah. It was going to be like, Hey, but Rita's actually kind of rude or like 
is going to be like, wow, Rita's like not a good person. So maybe it's good that she has no friends. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's, that was like, that's my commentary on myself. I know we do usually strive for comedy. I mean, granted, this is only the third episode, but we, we started this out to strive for like a kind of a funny read through of our previous work. Uh, but I do hope if there's anyone that's like struggling with any type of bullying or, you know, if, mm -hmm. if you're struggling with your sexuality or anything like that, just, you know, it's okay to be who you are, right? Yeah. Like, um, what? <laughs> no, no I, more gays. Well, like, I, we I, stopped I, it after 1996 <laughs> when I was born. It's, it's, I, it's a, you know, um, stereotypical thing to say or a cliche thing to say, but a lot of people still struggle with just being who they are. Yeah. Um, you want me to do a monologue? So, I'll do a monologue. Yeah, I mean, this is all um, about you. So, like, if you want to talk <laughs> about your struggles, I mean, because I'm sure there are people out there that went through the same or are currently going through the same things that you went through, so. When I look at this, I see, like, a very sad little gay boy who, like, felt like he was so, like, insignificant in the world that, like, he felt the need to, like, lash out against anyone trying to like change it for the better and like trying to lash out on like the bully play that tries to be like hey gay is good <laughs> and like you know and oh peer pressuring this is a major issue and stuff like that and i i see him and i i like you know i want to be like chris you know just Accept a little happiness in your heart because you don't feel like you like deserve it at this point in time. And you know what? If 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 Stacy and Catherine are fucking saying fag and gay in 2020, you best believe your future self is gonna say hi, hi, hello. What did you just say? What did you say? And click your nails at them. <laughs> um. But, you know, to anybody who has gone through, you know, a similar thing of feeling kind of powerless, you know, I want to say, you know, isn't it better now? <laughs> isn't it a little bit better? Don't you feel, you know, a little bit better embracing, you know, the, the fabulous big bitch you are? <laughs> um, and just, I mean, ask for help when you need help because... <laughs> That's a lot of what, you know, I, I was sad and lonely and I didn't want to be a bother on people. So <laughs> do that. Um, hug your dog. Um, and, you know, um, register to vote. <laughs> yeah. All good things. Exactly. Um, yeah, so hopefully you got something out of listening to this. Um, maybe some of you related to uh, what Chris went through. Maybe some of you are gamers, just like me, struggling, <laughs> struggling. struggling with that gaming fight. Uh, um, keep the fight, guys. Uh, keep the fight. You're the real soldiers. <laughs> Hashtag gamers rise up. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, listening um, or watching on YouTube or however you're enjoying this fine podcast. So, I want to thank, first off, Ryan Tucker for creating um, the beautiful music you heard at the beginning of this. If you liked it, if you're interested in it, uh, check out his website, rytuckmusic.com. But he's also doing live music lessons, which $10 of each like music session that he does with you, um, $10 of that goes to Black Lives Matter, um, which is a great cause. So, I definitely recommend jumping in on that now. So, he's awesome. Um, check him out. Check out his website and social media. 
I want to thank Sydney for producing this podcast. Uh, without her, none of this would be a thing. This wouldn't exist if Sydney didn't exist. So it's a good thing she exists. Um, <laughs> and then I also want to thank Chris for opening up his heart to us. <laughs> and mm. I want to applaud him for that because, you know, it can be hard to do that. So thank you, Chris, for sharing yourself with us. And then I also want to thank myself for, you know, being here. I'm you a white guy. We all, we all thank ourselves. You know, I'm, I'll thank you. I'll no, thank no, no, no. Michael! I'm a straight white guy. I can thank myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't. We are very good at applauding ourselves <laughs> for doing terrible things. All right. Well, thanks. That, that was some shit. Thick. But I'm a boop a doop 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 a do